0: Yeah. It is Wednesday, April 7th here at Draft Shark Studios in Rochester, New York. Welcome to the 23rd Quick Hit Pod in our Dynasty Prospect Scouting Report series. I'm your host, Matt Schiaf. With me, as always, is Jared Smola. You can now find 28 Dynasty Rookie Scouting Reports on DraftSharks.com. Every single one is free to read and they will keep coming as the NFL draft draws ever closer. You can check out every one of these accompanying podcasts by subscribing to the Draft Sharks YouTube channel as well as any of our podcast feeds. Our focus today is on Oregon State running back Jermar Jefferson. Jefferson starred as a high school running back in Los Angeles, spent three seasons starting across two different schools. As a 2017 senior, he ran for 1,861 yards. 34 touchdowns, added 23 receptions, 372 receiving yards, and another three touchdowns receiving. Merely a three-star recruit, though. He chose Oregon State among 10 total offers. Oregon State, Colorado, really the most prominent programs on that list of offers. Even hometown USC looked at him and decided not to offer Jefferson a scholarship. Once he got to Oregon State, though Jefferson led the backfield as a true freshman for the Beavers. Got some help from Artavis Pierce, the incumbent getting hurt, and give you know letting Jefferson step in. But once he got that opportunity, 239 carries for the year, 1,380 yards, 12 touchdowns on the ground, added 25 catches and 147 yards receiving. That was 9.7% of the team's receptions for the season. Jefferson also accounted for nearly 50% of the team's rushing attempts, 73% of the rushing yards, and 52% of the rushing TDs. Additionally, for Jefferson, that would remain his top college season the rest of the way. Jefferson lost three games to injury himself in 2019, so he wound up trailing Artavis Pierce in most stat categories, including yards per carry and receptions. had less than half of the total that Pierce had that season, nine catches versus 23 for Pierce. Jefferson rebounded some in 2020. He did average 22.2 carries per game. That ranked second in the Pac-12. He also ranked second in the conference in rushing yards, but still posted just nine catches for the second straight year. After averaging 2.1 catches per game as a freshman, he averaged just 1.2 per contest the rest of the way. Last year's total was 7.9% of a very limited overall team passing total. But you still don't want to see a receiving role decline at all for the running back over the course of his career. You want to see that grow. And especially, Jared, he had the same coach all three of those Oregon State seasons.
1: Yeah, I think you're sort of clinging to Jefferson's freshman season if you're a fan of him. And that, that was a super impressive freshman season. He led all FBS freshmen in rushing in 2018. Um, again, as you said, you know, still his best statistical season. That still stands as his best pro football focus grade. You know, he, he declined each of the previous two years. As you mentioned, he dealt with ankle injury in 2019. He dealt with ankle trouble again near the end of last season, even though he didn't miss any time. And, and last season's... Um, Analytical numbers aren't great. If you look at some of the PFF stuff, among 238 qualifying running backs, Jefferson 77th in PFF rushing grade, 129th in missed tackles forced per attempt, 54th in yards after contact per attempt. He did have just one drop on 44 career targets. So even though the receiving production wasn't great uh, after the freshman season, you know he he did well with the opportunity he got in the passing game.
0: Yeah, there's certainly room for his NFL team to like him as a receiver and give him more work on that front. Among this whole class, he did rank second in rushing yards per game for his college career behind only Buffalo's Jarrett Patterson and finished fifth in this running back class in career PPR points per game. So definitely a productive player overall. But let's go to the tape and see what we see of Jamar Jefferson. Jared, what did you I mean, – first of all, there are limited games available. I only found three games – of Jefferson specific stuff. There might be more if you look for the whole Oregon state offense, but, you know, keep that in mind as we talk about what we have seen from Jefferson. So uh, Jared, what have you seen from the Oregon state running back so far?
1: Nothing special to be honest, man. I I feel like he has good vision, which is always sort of tough to judge, you know, especially when you don't have the all 22 tape checking it out from this angle, but it seems like he, he hits holes and is decisive, but man, I, I don't see him doing a whole lot. Like beyond what's blocked, he's not super elusive. He doesn't create a whole bunch after contact. So I wasn't super impressed. I I it did look like, you know, he was comfortable in the passing game, even though he didn't do a whole lot outside of, you know, basic check downs and, and swing routes.
0: Yeah. From what I've seen to this point, it seems like vision is the primary selling point for Jefferson. If there's a lane available, he's good at finding it. He's patient enough to let the blocking set up from what I've seen without being too hesitant in the backfield and really good awareness of where defenders are as he progresses through his run. But like you alluded to, none of the physical traits look special to me. Good for college, but not special at all in any particular area on that front versus other NFL prospects. And that I think matches up with the athletic testing which didn't reveal anything special the speed's okay, the three cone time is disappointing and nothing particularly good in the explosive jumping drills.
1: Yeah, I think you're overselling Jefferson's pro day there it was it was pretty disastrous four six, 40 time for a guy who you know is just 206 pounds Give him a 92. Point zero speed score, which is you know well below what we're looking looking for. He was 13th percentile in the vert, 29th percentile in the broad, fifth percentile in the three cone, twentieth percentile in the short shuttle. So you're you're talking about a you know 30th to 35th percentile athleticism score for this guy. And yeah, that does match the tape. You know, you just you don't you don't you don't see him doing much again beyond what's getting blocked for him.
0: Now the good news for Jamar Jefferson on that front is that None of those specific categories have really correlated well to NFL success for a running back. So what we're really waiting to see is where Jamar Jefferson lands. And looking to the Fantasy Outlook section, I want to start with some of the comps. PFF's Mike Renner compared him to Devontae Booker. NFL.com's Lance Zierlein compared him to Jordan Howard. In that Zierlein report on NFL.com, an unnamed West Coast scout for an NFC team said, quote, He's going to get picked up by a zone team and he'll rush for 900 yards and seven touchdowns, which very specific numbers, by the way, by his second year in the league. Mark it down, end quote. Dane Brugler calls Jeff, also calls Jefferson a good runner for a one-cut zone scheme. Brugler ranks him ninth among the running backs in this class. I think all of that put together sets up fair expectations. I think in the right spot, Jefferson could be a helpful fantasy back. I don't think he's going to create anything that's not there in front of him, and I don't think that he's going to be any team's year-to-year lead back.
1: Totally agree, and I think that the Howard comp—I don't see that honestly. I think the Devante Booker comp is is my favorite among those. I think Jefferson's a day three pick. I think he's gonna need some some fortune probably in his backfield, like you know, someone going down in front of him, and if he gets opportunity, I think he'll be fine. Again, I think he's sort of gonna just get what's there. I do think he can be a guy who catches, you know, 20, 30, 40, 40 passes, maybe if he's in the right spot. And I, I don't think he's a zero in the passing game. But again, he, I I think he is much much closer to an NFL backup than a starter.
0: Yeah. And I got to say, I liked Devonte Booker's overall <laughs> profile more heading into the NFL. I think uh, the interesting thing about a Jordan Howard comp is that you could see Jamar Jefferson just like happening upon the optimal situation this year having like a 210 carry for you know 900 yard season then people are like oh jamar jefferson and then he just goes
1: away after that and i guess the comp is fine as far as like you know howard doesn't do anything special he doesn't jump off the tape he, he's just a lot bigger though isn't he yeah like Howard. yeah i mean howard 230 you know, mm-hmm. Je- jefferson's a small version of jordan howard I'll, I'll, I'll give him that
0: right the comp it surprised me it's more like jordan howard's little brother
1: yeah <laughs> Head over to DraftSharks.com now to read
0: Kevin's full scouting report on Jamar Jefferson. While you're there, you can check out 27 other prospect scouting reports we've already posted. Check back for more right up until the NFL Draft. As I've mentioned, the prospect scouting reports are all free to read, but you should lock in your DS Insider access so that you can see where all of these players sit in our dynasty rankings, where they end up in our rookie rankings, both before and after the NFL Draft. We have our 2021 projections live. We have the MVP draft board up. They are ready to help you draft in whatever format you're playing right now. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at DraftSharks. Jared is at SmolaDS. I am at Shop DS. It's S-C-H-A-U-F. For Jared Smola and the rest of the draft Sharks crew, I'm Matt Shaf saying thanks so much for so with us.